Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. You're listening to Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well this morning. Uh, Steve Edges here. Hello. How you doing? I'm all right. Shed's cold. Oh, it's bitter this morning, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Bitter. I feel sorry for you, obviously, more in a shed. I'm in a in my room, but I... you my cat outside screaming to get in. What are you doing? Is that your cat? Yeah. Oh, a leaf's just fell on him. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, well, I can understand that. Jumped out of his skin. <laughs> oh, leave me alone. He just won't leave me alone. Talk, talking of cats. Yeah. Actually, while you bring that subject up, um, I've just uh, emailed a cat behaviourist. What's a cat behaviourist? Is this like a pretend oh, job? I don't know. One of these Are they based in Brighton or somewhere? Up... <laughs> <laughs> one of these made up jobs. Yeah. Sure. What, what, what sort of behaviour are you worried about? Well, firstly, they're the indoor cats, aren't they? Which is yeah. But do they know that? Quite frankly, yeah, yeah. they do know that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but they keep getting outside, right? So I'm a bit like, fine. Mm. I'm at that point now where I'm like, okay. I've been told to keep them inside because they've got no fight or flight mentality. Yeah, you know I mean? that's, not. it's not a skill that they've got, the ragdoll cat. So it means if a predator comes at them or, a, a you know, or another yeah. An uh, cat or a person yeah. or a car, mm. um, they just don't have the inert ability to deal with it, right? So I got to a point last week, a few weeks back, where I was like, fine, I'll just let them out for a little bit. Because mm. they're like doing wheeze and that in places they shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, we yeah. have to get rid of the rug. You know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, there's no point. But if you that's a, yeah, sorry, I forgot to say this. If you get a cat, no point getting a nice rug. Forget it. No, yeah, that's gone. Yeah, that's yeah. gone. Yeah, so that's gone. Uh, and like the odd, and sometimes just like when I'm clearing the litter tray, mm. he do, even if he's asleep, I try and do it when he's asleep, and yet he hears me doing it, and by the time I come back to put the litter pr- tray in the place where it goes, mm. he's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poo in the place it goes, which is. Quite frankly, rude. Well, it's like you, you, I think, do you feel like a butler? I do feel like a butler. I feel like if our cleaner was cleaning the bathroom mm. and while she was in there, I did a poo on the bed. After she'd done the toilet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go, well, sorry, but you were cleaning the toilet at the time, so what I just did do? that. Yeah. Um, it's just rude. Anyway, so I just got a bit desperate and I emailed her. Cat behaviourist. One of them went out and got battered by the ginger tom out back. Yeah, well, do you think that would learn him, wouldn't you? Well, that's what I thought, because I was a little bit like, obviously, he's fine. He had a bit of a scratch, but he's fine. Hmm. But part of me was glad. Yeah. See, that's <laughs> what that the, the right world's thing? like, mate. That's not, that's a, that feels like an awful thing to say about your own pet, but yeah. I was glad he got battered. Yeah. Because I just thought, that's, that's what the world's like, mate. Is that where you want to be? Because in here, it's just food and strokes. Yeah, but the thing Out is, you think, you think he got better because he, he had a bit of a sort of sore eye, but he might have won mm. that battle. He, that's all he came away with. You should see the state oh, of no, the ginger. I, I saw it on the cameras. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> right. Is it pay-per-view? Yeah, yeah, I, went, I, watched it, I watched two builders chasing a ginger tom out. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> he got attacked, yeah. You take them out as well. 
But then we had like the neighbour, because I sort of did a post about it, just sort of saying, oh, his eyes are a bit sore and he got battered by the ginger. What is it about getting a cat that makes you hate all the other cats in the neighbourhood? <laughs> I didn't even have any opinion on all the cats in the neighbourhood. But now, now have. I hate them all. Yeah. Mm, I, I put a hate, and I, I think I might have even put, I hate that cat. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> And the and the and then the owners came over to sort of apologise on behalf of the cat, and I, Did you I felt bad the, then for saying. You that should I, give I them the cat. number of the cat behaviourist and go. Listen, have a word with old angry ginger <laughs> fella. He's got some sort of psycho deep psychological problems. He just keeps battering people. It's not right. Come on. But it's sort of not his fault, really, because he's had the he's had this whole garden for the last however many years. There's never been a cat here, and then suddenly the cat's in on his. He doesn't know that it's our garden. Yeah. I don't know. Cat behavior. And it's one of them indoor cats. So he's like, is this a mirage? What's this? <laughs> <laughs> Never seen one, big long hair. What's going on? What are you doing out of it out of your house, mate? You a cat or a wig? Cat. What are you? <laughs> it's a big fluffy thing. Um but anyway, I'll let you know how it goes with the cat behaviour. Okay. Yeah, good luck. That's we'll look forward uh, to the updates on this. Yeah. Let us know how much it costs, because I think that's oh, what people are interested oh. in more. <laughs> Mate, I already know how much it costs. It costs £250, Steve, for an hour Zoom oh. consultation. Do you know what? Forget it. Just let him get battered. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. After three, everybody. One, two, three... Happy birthday oh, to you. How old are that. you now? Doing all the verses. Yeah, yeah. That's good, yeah. Steve Edge. It was his yeah. birthday this week. Tuesday, yeah. It's gone. Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, how old were you? 32. 32? <laughs> yeah. Again? I know, yeah, yeah. Christ. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> 49. <laughs> 49. Well, I can't be right. I can't have a, I know, I can't can't have a mate right, who's nearly 50. No, I know. Well, that's all right. I don't then I'll, right I'll, I'll move on. <laughs> 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 I can't have a mate who pays 200 quid for a cat behaviourist. <laughs> hey, I've not paid it. I just emailed and quiet. <laughs> yeah, I'm filming at the um, minute as well, and they, I've sort of played three ages of this character, and they aged me up, and I was like, oh, I feel even older. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, birthday. of course. What's interesting, what? I play like three different what? ages and they went, makeup went, so you've got this sort of dark wig for when you're, you know, in your 30s. And then when you're in your 50s, you've got this sort of like slightly greyer wig. And then when you're in your 70s, we'll just use your real hair. I was like, hey, <gasps> what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know. That's, that's the most passive-aggressive insult I've heard for a while. I know, well, yeah. And on your birthday. <laughs> she said it with a smile, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet she did. So uh, you were working, um, mm. and you're in, not to give anything away, but you're in quite an intense, serious drama at the moment. So I imagine not a lot of... Not a lot of chuckles. Chuckles and birthday cakes. No. And we were sort of filming on a sort of council estate in Salford. It was raining. Right. It was like 10 o'clock at night. And then, you know, the caterpillar cake came out, but it wasn't really... No. You know. But at that point, yeah, of course. <laughs> I know. I actually got my days mixed up and I nearly missed it. Yeah, you, you got in with about six minutes to spare, didn't you? Six minutes to midnight. I just looked at the clock and went, oh, no, it's the second today. I was totally ready to call you the next morning with your present and everything. Um, <laughs> my day's mixed yeah, up. Yeah. I've not even told you what the present is. No. Is it a surprise? 
not really. I feel like you need to know okay, what it okay. is to. Uh, so I booked us some tickets yeah. Yeah. Um, to a play. Oh God! No, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, it's a brilliant play, right? Mm. <laughs> it's no, don't do that. It's a Guy Masterson play. It's uh, it's in it's in London at the moment. It's called The Shark Is Broken. Yeah, and uh, it's basically the behind the scenes uh, dramatization of uh, Jaws. Of oh yeah, so it's three actors oh, who yeah, play yeah. Robert Shaw, Roy Schneider, and uh, oh, Roy Schneider and Richard Dreyfus, uh, all stuck on a boat at the mercy of foul weather in a faulty mechanical coaster, mm. awash with alcohol and ambition. Three hammered sharks start to bare their teeth because they all didn't get on. Okay. So it's the true story of the sort of... Uh, Making a the, Jaws. The, basically, the shark was broken and uh, the, the three of them were sort of stuck out in the middle of the water. Oh, that sounds good, yeah. So, yeah, it's supposed to be. It's like five stars in all the press. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think it's... It, I, and I know you love Jaws. Mm, yeah, I do. It's, it's a great film. And I just saw it. Loads thought, of times. So, there you go, that's good. Yeah, that'd be nice, that. So that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm looking forward to that, thank you. That's going to be great. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. Um, so uh, I booked that, and uh, I've done it as a double date as well. Okay. Spoke to, so I spoke to the wives. They, they seem mm. up for it. They're on the way, are they? If I'm honest, Steve, I did just try and book it for the two of us. Mm, yeah. Uh, I know neither of our wives listen to this show, let's be honest. So yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to find out. My mother-in-law um, sometimes listens, and she is a grass. <laughs> Of course she is. Her allegiance is with her daughter, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she'll be up this, she won't be up this early. Mm. Um, uh, but sort of, they both sort of invited themselves. Oh, did that? Okay. Yeah, I sort of went, oh, I've got this idea t- for Steve to, to get, because it's this play about Jaws and that, and I think it's, it'll be really good. And um, Lucy was like, oh, that sounds great. I, I need to see more theatre. Mm. And I, I felt like going, well, Make yourself go out, on then. then, go on. <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh and Tam, your wife, said, Oh amazing, we've not seen each other for ages and I was like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> so So that's happening. <laughs> so that's four tickets that I had to buy <laughs> for um, for him. Oh. But it's fine. It's fine. Um yeah. But that's what we've got to do. So we need to work out. And then I was thinking about some some food beforehand. But I, I, I was thinking about food. We only really have KFC and Domino's. I don't. If we actually go out for a meal, I don't actually know what your yeah. food of choice is. I don't know either, really. Most what are you, like Italian, like Indian? Oh, I like a bit of everything. Bit of everything. What about Tam? Has she got anything she hates? Um, she doesn't like plays about Jaws. Right. Are you sure? Because she really invited herself. <laughs> no, 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 no sort of food preferences. I mean, okay. you know, oh, no fine. allergies. I don't like apricots, but I wouldn't say that was an allergy. No, I don't think so. When they come to the table and say, any allergies, do you say, do you say apricot. apricot? I don't like apricots, but I wouldn't say it was an allergy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's us. We've got to see the sharkies. Oh, lovely. For, for your birthday. Hey. Fantastic. Hey, look oh, at that. There you go. Proper present. I look forward to my 40th present at some point as well. well you, got, you, got, you, you get a day off, mate. We're in that hot air balloon. <laughs> Jason. Manford. I had a weird thing that happened this week, Steve. What's that? Uh, well, obviously it was Halloween, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Halloween last week and uh, got stuck in. Stuck into Halloween. Had a, went for a, a, a lantern walk. 
Oh, what's that? It's on the like... Friday night. Yeah, it was good. It was at a place called Bewilderwood. All right. And Be- there's all lanterns everywhere. Or have you got a lantern? No, that you've a bit of both actually. Yeah, it's like a thing for kids, you know. But you sort yeah. of sounds good. It's, it was great actually. You sort of walk through, and then there's a crafts tent, and then you make a lantern, Ooh. and then you walk the rest of the way. And they had like um, puppets and puppeteers, all sort of like interacting with kids as they go past. Oh, that's good. Oh, that it was really good. good. No, I enjoyed that. That was Friday. Then Saturday we had a big, uh, well, a big party, sort of a big party, uh, as big as you sort of can muster in a house. Um, yeah. I said to the kids, right, you can bring two friends each from school. Yeah. And uh, so it was mainly kids, really. <laughs> um, they were like, by about 10 o'clock, they were like, I'm bored, are we going to play any games? I was like, what can you play? Yeah. We can't play, with COVID, what could you, bobbing for apples, you can't play bobbing for apples, no. can you? No, can't do that anymore. My dad was like, just put a bit of bleach in it. I was like, I don't think that's... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the way to do it, to be honest. <laughs> All those things have spoiled now, they've gone. My eyes! Uh, <laughs> you got the apple? I think so. <laughs> so we had that on uh, Saturday night, and then trick or treating, of course. On uh, oh yeah, that's when Sunday. I came to visit you, and you were just going trick or treating when it was. That's right. The you rain was came starting. To the, you came. Uh, yeah, you yeah. came over, didn't you, on Sunday? And there was, that was the nice rain to see you. was beginning. Yeah, was there nice was the rainy you, yeah. trick or treating. It was all right, actually. It was um, on the WhatsApp group. Because I don't know about you, when it comes when it comes to trick or treat with my when I was a kid, you just mm. went and knocked on every house. Yeah, lantern or no right. lantern, just go for don't it. Don't matter. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't really any decorations really outside. No, like people no do clues. Now. We've gone a bit American now, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now it's pretty obvious which ones are involved and which ones are not. Yeah. So you know you don't start knocking on houses that have not got any decorations in. Um, yeah. But just it's, egg so, them. and obviously the problem with trick or treating when <clears throat> when you go to do your trick or treating, you've left your house, haven't you? Yeah, so that yeah. So what do you do? How does that work? Well, I just left. I left the gates open and I left a box of sweets on the on the steps. Yeah, so people could just help themselves. Yeah, yeah, and you know, quite polite the kids around here. They just take one. That's good. That's good. Do you know what I mean? No one like emptied it out. Just into picked the, back. the entire box up. And went all right. Time for <laughs> yeah, all. I think it's, it's raining, isn't it? It's <laughs> got back. There's like three blackjacks sat there. Yeah. Um. So, but then I got this on on I got this thing on on Facebook right, where um. Somebody had, uh, some, somebody was upset with me, Steve. Why? And I'm going I'm going to ask you and okay. the people at home <clears> listening right now whether I'm wrong or they're wrong. Okay. 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 So this was my uh, Halloween problem, right? Somebody, I'll, I'll keep them anonymous. Okay. Uh, but they posted on my Facebook page a couple of days mm. later, uh, and they said. Uh, I took my one of my daughters around Adswood, Davenport uh, tonight uh, in the rain with a friend. The people overloaded their tubs. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's good. Loads of stuff. Loads of right. Adswood is like, it's where the tip is in Stockport. Yeah. Um, and uh, my older daughter thought that your street would give them more. So she came to our street. We've got quite a nice yeah. street. You know, it's a lot of old people, to be fair, yeah. on, this, on, yeah. on this road. Bit, bit of a sort of. You know, when voting comes along, a lot of blue signs in the garden, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, awkward. She came home empty. Jason, I love you and what you do, but where you live and the people you live around aren't okay. Twelve-year-olds mm-hmm. oh. were gutted tonight. I've loved you and your, uh, yours, I don't know what that means, because uh, you're normal, but where you live and who you surround yourself isn't. I pay oh. to see you because you are 
power to the people. I don't know what that means. Just gutted my 12-year-old expected more from a man that I told her was awesome. Is this more about you or your neighbours or, or both? <laughs> well, I replied very briefly. Don't know me, pal. You don't know me. I'm not, I'm not normal. <laughs> How did you get past the gates? Yeah. Right, I'm sacking the them. I'm sacking them snipers in the morning. <laughs> I replied to her. I said, the posh of the street, the less you get. First rule of trick or treat. She learned a very valuable lesson tonight. You're both welcome. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I, felt, I felt like I dealt with that well. I think that sounds about right. I mean... Steve, you, you can't blame me. You're not responsible for, what for your street. I wrote. No. no. Also, it's a lot of old people that get scared when youngsters knock on the doors at night, yeah. you nutter. Exactly. Absolute nutter. Also, who's driving round looking at streets thinking, eh, I bet these have got a few sweets in them. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just do it on your road, you lunatic. Just hit the jackpot on this posh street, kids. Sweets <laughs> as far as the eye can see. It's like we've broken into Willy Wonka's factory. Ah, oh, rude! <laughs> Oh, then she came back at, with something else um, yeah. about, like, uh, I don't know, about not Placated or, or still annoyed? No, no, even more angry, if anything. Steve. Really? Yeah. And I said, mm. oh, yeah, I remember actually now, it was on the Neighbourhood WhatsApp group. They said that when Claire and her daughter come knocking, hide. They're yeah. a fickle bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good with dealing with trolls. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not my fault. Also, I left my gates open and sweets on the step all night. Yeah, you, you were trick-or-treating yourself, weren't you? It's not your job to make sure everyone has a good trick-or-treat exactly. night. Exactly. Also, what happened to trick? Why does nobody do trick anymore? No, exactly. Well. Eh? What about that? So maybe it was mm. just a big trick you got yeah. now off our road. It can happen. <laughs> There's two options. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Feel free to send Steve birthday messages. On uh, on social media, you sort of celebrate mm. your birthday this weekend, really, aren't you? Because you yeah, I'm back with my family for a couple of days, so we're going to go and have a meal and do family stuff. Ah, nice. nice. Did you get? Have you get any presents? Any other presents? Uh, not yet. I've not had them yet. Not opened them yet. No. Cause I, I got oh. back and everybody was gone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I've gone to staff, gone to school, and Tom's gone to Spirit of Christmas at Earl's Court. Oh, fair enough. And they had that. And they had that lovely holiday I saw on Instagram. Yeah, they had a lovely holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the, when Spain I was talking about being in the rain uh, in Manchester in the council estate, Salford. That's yeah, they were in uh, they were in the sun. They were on a in a bar that had beds in it. Going, oh, look at us, we're just looking at the sea on these four poster beds. And I was like, mm-hmm. unreal. Actually, FaceTiming, I couldn't see them. They couldn't see me. They're like, are you there? And I was like, yeah. It's dark and it's raining. I am here. <laughs> oh mate. Well, I've got to say, you know what we spoke a few weeks back. Um, that I was a bit nervous about the holiday that I booked. Oh, your London tourist holiday? Yes, exactly, yeah. So we, I booked this for the people who weren't listening. Um, I, my wife just left me to book our holiday for the half term. And instead of anywhere like sunny or whatever, I booked us a, a few days in London as tourists. Mm, and she went yeah. spare, to be fair. Um, but... Steve, it was an actual success. A success, good, good. It was good. a success, yes. We did very well. Um, we had like quite a centralish hotel, uh, stayed at like a Marriott in, in Marble Arch, which was, uh, you know, nice. It was nice, yeah. cheerful. It was, you know, you don't need a bed and a, and a uh, 
a shower, don't you? But great, yeah. they were nice, friendly staff. Toilet, just did toilet's always a, good as well. And a toilet, yeah. Well, you got the shower, haven't you? Yeah, so, yeah exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fine. Um, solid. But yeah, we did all sorts. Got on a bus, got on a London bus. Yeah. Did you get that. on the sightseeing ones with the, with the roof off? Of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. Got to be done, hasn't it? Hop on and hop off. Yeah. I love that. In fact, there was one. We got on a normal bus at one point, uh, and uh, my kids were a bit gutted because somebody was sat at the front or upstairs, but they weren't pretending to drive. Oh, what's wrong with them? That's your, that's your point of sitting there, isn't it? Well, what, what's the point of sitting there? It was a waste, well, yeah. of, a, waste of a chair, isn't it? Well, in the old days, you used to be able to look down the little glass bit. Because there was all cameras now, isn't it? It used to be a mirror. You could see the driver's bald head, couldn't you, from the top? That's right. Remember? <laughs> That's right, yeah. And you could watch to see how popular he was with other drivers. Yeah. By see how, how many, many waves he got, yeah. yeah. It's a fun game, that one, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't get all this with your, with your PlayStations, your iPhones. Yeah, you're all too busy looking you know. at your devices, isn't you? You're missing a little fella's bald head. You're missing, you're missing how popular our driver is. Um, yeah. But I, I ended up just asking them to move, to be honest, Steve. Yeah, that's there was a fellow enough. reading his book, and I said, "Oh, mate, can my kids sit here?" They want He's to definitely reading to the book. He wasn't using the book as a steering wheel. Uh, no, no, I would, I would okay. have respected that. To yeah. be fair, um, so we did a bit of that. We went to, um, we went to the M and M store right now. All right, yeah. That was the first thing we did. That's all they wanted to what do. What is in the M and M store? M&M. Other than, is it just M and M's? Mate, it's just M and M's. It's four You can't floors. build with M and M's, can you? You can't. No, you know, there is a Lego like... shop across the road. I know there is. Yeah, um, but I mean, is that what that else? Makes is... a bit more sense. The closet I don't does. know, Steve. Because there's only I like four different ones. There's a peanut ones. There's a normal ones. That's it, isn't it? A, there's only two in there. <laughs> I mean, exactly. how, how can you fill a shop with M and M's. I don't. Well, to be honest, if you've been in the shop, you'll know it's it's about eighty percent stairs. Right. What people stairs. staring at you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, go on. Why is he going in there? What's he doing mate, in there? Lego across point, the road, mate. <laughs> there was a point we actually queued to get in. Oh, dear. It, it, it's like a weird trick. that the, the M&M have, have tricked us into thinking that you should go in there. And yet, what, is there like a little theatre in there or something? Nothing, like it shows. Steve. It's nothing. It's Can you dress up as an M&M? M&M? Can you dress up as nothing. an M&M? The guys, you know, the two, like, hey, the funny uh, M&M guys. Yeah. yeah. The peanut one and the normal one. Not even there. Uh, around the back smoke. Not even there. <laughs> I guess so. We ended up getting... You, so you get these little plastic bags and you pull the levers and the M&Ms come out. Okay. Well, I can see and, how that would uh, be exciting for a second. Yeah, it's quite exciting. But at the same time, you're getting it in a plastic bag, not a... Not a, a a proper. You're basically getting it. And when you come out, you look like you bought some M&Ms at the market. Yeah, dodgy M and M's. Dodgy M and M's. N and M's. These are N and M's. They're better than M and M's. And we ended up. I ended up buying five bags of. I mean, I, mm. I. I actually, as the kids brought them, I had a bag next to me, and I was pouring half of their content in into yeah. another bag, which I just yeah. left on the side somewhere. Yeah, no, you know what? We've all been pick and mixed before, haven't we? Yeah. When you get to the when you get to the weight, and they go. That's how much it is. Five yeah. bags of M&M's, Steve. Yeah. How much would you say that cost? How big are the bags? They're pretty big. I mean, I'd say... <laughs> are they like rubble sack sized? Garden no. waste? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say if, if you held it, if I held it in my hands and your hands, yeah. similar size to mine, you'd, yeah. you'd get both hands ar- like finger t- fingertipped around it. Oh, 
I mean, it should be about four quid, but I imagine it'll be about 12 quid. Yeah, £47.36 it cost me for five bags of M&M's, which... Does anyone like M&M's that much? Recommended retail price, uh, maybe £4.50, something like that. £4.50, yeah. Absolutely. A prime real estate, Steve. Prime real estate. What's gone on there? The centre of Leicester Square. Maybe those two M&M fellas, maybe they're like, got a protection racket going. There's a, like, a little knock on the door. Hmm. It'd be a shame on. if something Some... was to happen to your ego and just pushing it over. <laughs> they look like they could be, you know, they, they look like hard nuts who could turn them M&M yeah. fellas. Yeah. Something's going on, mate. But yes, to be fair, the, the, I got to the end of the, um, the trip to London hmm. and, uh, and Lucy said to me, um, well, she sort of gave me that double, that, you know, that sort of, it was double a double compliment. meaning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gave me a compliment. Backhanded, that's the phrase I was looking for. Um, she said, uh, she said, oh, that was good, actually. I enjoyed that. But we had the weather, didn't we? I think if we'd uh, not had the weather, it'd have been awful. Yeah. So it's, it was sort of a compliment, but yeah, she giveth with one and taketh with the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? She sort of said yeah. the weather was the reason it went well. Well, I mean, she's got a point. You can't sit on an open top bus when it's just <laughs> no. hammering down with rain. No. No, you really can't. But we did all right. There's some Harry Potter ones, massive, like, 15-foot Harry Potter ones in Leicester Square. Yeah. Um, we did a bit of Chinatown. Uh, went on a, went to a, a Spells uh, shop where, I don't know, bought some Harry Potter stuff. Went yeah. on the Terrible Thames uh, cruise, which is oh, a Horrible Histories cruise. Yeah. Mate, I learnt more in 45 minutes than I did of six years at school. Yeah, that's it. You can cram Brilliant. it in. Yeah, that's it. Honestly. Make it fun. And you learn it, yeah, two great actors as well. They were really good. Because obviously we've been at a point where actors have not been able to work for ages in theatres. Yeah. So rather than it just being two people who've not been able to get any other jobs, no yeah. disrespect, uh, you end up with two quality, <laughs> like really good actors nailing these nailing these things that you wouldn't normally get. So Derek not Jacobi all that. and Ian McKellen. <laughs> it was. It was that, it was that level. Uh, but yeah, Terrible Thames, uh, the, the cruise thing was, was great. Went to Camden Market, which my daughters loved. Mm, yeah. That was, yeah, which, you know, again, not not no. my no. favourite place in the world. There's other actually, places to buy a Bob Marley t-shirt, isn't there? So. <laughs> <laughs> there was one point where my wife rang me. She was somewhere in the market and she said... Um, I buy the t-shirts. <laughs> she went, she had, her actual phrase was, she went, she said, where are you right now? I said, I said, I'm near some t-shirts and I can smell weed. She yeah. went, yeah, that doesn't, I think you're near me. narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> I could be anywhere in Camden. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was good actually. I, I did, in, I did enjoy that. Um, did an open top bus tour, got a back, uh, a backstage uh, tour of the houses of, uh, House of Lords. Oh, did you? Yes, yeah. Um, Baroness Varsi, who I did uh, a TV oh, yeah, show with a little while yeah, back, yeah. Um, messaged me and said, do, do you want to come and have a look at the bits of the House of Lords that you don't normally get to see? Mm. So, Was yeah, we like? did a bit of that. Which you do any graffiti? Was it was good, actually. Weren't allowed to take any pictures. Do any graffiti? <laughs> yeah, Matt. No, but my son did do a poo in their toilet. Good, good. Yeah, good, I did good, feel good, good about that, actually. That's it. I did feel good. <laughs> That's it. Have your council tax date that. <laughs> got our money's worth um, yeah we did afternoon tea and um, and we also went to Buckingham Palace right did you go in Buckingham Palace well no I didn't no. Um, 
because I think you can buy tickets now and go around the gardens and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you can tour Buckingham Palace yourself. But because the day before we'd had a baroness give us mm. a tour of the House of, uh, House of Lords, yeah, yeah. there was an element of the kids who said, you know, the kids have said to me, uh, well, can we have a look at Buckingham Palace then? You know, you, and there's a picture on my office wall of me shaking hands with the Queen because when yeah. I did Royal Variety. Well, so the, well, your kids, kids are, think you're mates and you can I think, just yeah, so I send her a I DM, changed. Slide, slide into the Queen's <laughs> DMs. <laughs> I changed um, my wife's uh, name in my in my phone book to Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, and then in brackets that's what is. you call her sometimes, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I do say your highness quite a lot. Which is being grand. All right, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> it's just cat food, pick it up. Uh, and I put, uh, I said, "Morning, Your Highness." I should have really said, "Your Majesty." I got that. I got that wrong. But yeah, you should know. When you know, this. when you know yeah. Liz like I know her. Yeah, you can just get. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I sent this text, and the kids were bowled over. I said, uh, "Hope you're well." Me and the kids are in London today. Just wondering if you're home and if we can pop in uh, and see you at all. No problem if not. You know, because I'm polite. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she texts back. Yeah, Lucy did. Oh, hello, Jason. How wonderful yeah. to hear from you. Unfortunately, I'm at Windsor Castle today, but do come and have a look through the gates. Prince George is on half term and you might see him running around. Oh, that's nice. What did so you reply? That's it. no good to me, is it? I've got the kids here. We can all look through the gates. <laughs> no, you said back. I didn't, I didn't. But we did. We did so your kids bought that, him. did they? Well, I mean, not the older ones, obviously, not thick. No, yeah. Uh, no, no. But, <laughs> but just enough to go, look there, just like a quick show and go, look, there you go. She's replied, she says this. Yeah, my, my, my youngest two were, 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 were well in. But I must say, my older ones were a bit like... And this is from right. your wife, so you could have... While you were showing it, you could have got a second text saying, cats have done away on the rug again. <laughs> yeah, to be and careful. You, oh, that's not... That's not uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I did... It did start making me think about the lies that you tell your kids. Mm. Um, sometimes they're useful, like that one. Sometimes they're just for your own entertainment, whatever it is. Uh, but if you want to get involved, um, obviously don't text into the show. Uh, we're not live, but you can get in touch on social media at Jason Manford, at Absolute Radio, at Sir Steve Edge, or you can email me, Jason at Absolute Radio.co.uk. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Now, if there's any parents listening, I'm not going to be talking about some of the big ones, okay? So don't, you know, have to hover that finger over the, <laughs> over the off button. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, I think no, we, yeah, you know what I'm talking about there, Steve. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about you? Have you had to drop any lies into parenting? A lot of them are based around ice cream vans, aren't they? Early lies, Oof. you know. Of course, you classic, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The chimes are only, he only plays that when he's running out of ice cream. When I think I have done that one. Yeah, that's what that means. It's a terrible business model, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. If you think but about then, it. <laughs> the option is just eat ice cream every day, and that's just cream, that's not yeah. practical. My mum used to tell us that. Do you remember the, um, I think it was called an oyster. Uh, it was what, like are the two wafers? with the, Two yeah. wafers, like in an oyster shape. Yeah, like a shell. And a marshmallow sort of yeah. base mm. and sort of chocolate coconut around it. And then you yeah. put an ice cream in the middle. My mum used to tell us that the... Uh, marshmallow bit was poisonous and that we should give that her to get rid of. Oh, that's good. And I believed that till I was about 12. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're health and safety people in terms I mean, of food and hygiene. <laughs> I thought it was quite a clever kid, but looking back, I think, what, I thought that How did you fall for that? Every time you got an ice cream, there was a bit of poison in it. <laughs> it and why did it not affect your mum? 
But the poison thing comes back quite a bit. Um, I sort of, it, it's become a bit of a joke now. Like anytime they have any f- food, I go, let me just check that, make sure it's not poisonous. Yeah, I do that with That's my son as well. Because they're not yeah, willing to give nice. up stuff, are they? Easy. No, no. No, I've got to test it. I've got to test it because it might be too hot or too poisonous. <laughs> exactly. and... uh, Julie says uh, she told her kids uh, that black jelly babies are poisonous to kids because she loves them. Uh, and when the ice cream man, of course, rings his bell, that means he's run out. So that's the... That's the classic. Yeah, that's the classic. Pat Finn says, uh, my boy had a habit of petting animals without asking or checking. Mm. Uh, walking along with him one day, told him people without arms were that way because they petted dangerous rabbits. We turned the corner and walked towards us, a one-armed man. My boy broke away from me, ran up to him and said, have you been petting rabbits without asking your mum and dad? Yeah, well... I mean, you've really got to be careful with your lies. Yeah, I mean, but the set of circumstances that led to that coming straight back in our face are quite unusual. <laughs> but I mean, so I mean, yeah. you would you'd have thought you got away with that, oh, really? And then as soon as you come great. around the corner, you're thinking, oh, oh God, no, what's the bloody chances, here? yeah. <laughs> uh, we're talking those lies that you uh, occasionally drop into parenting. These things are often done to protect children as well. Yeah. You know, the dog's gone to live on a farm and hmm. that sort of stuff. You know yeah. that one, don't you? That, yeah, okay. Just well, check I can imagine, yeah. I just, did, I just didn't want this to be the, fa- the time you found out. that. Yeah, I had a couple of dogs that went to live on a farm. That's, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Are they still there? What? <laughs> yeah, no, they'll still be there. They'll still be there. Yeah, great. Uh, Patricia Wilson, <laughs> she says, I told mine that a car only comes with 100 beeps and I had to pay for more when they were used up. See that? You'd stop them beeping their own. Yeah, they love, they love that. Yeah, yeah. They love a beep of a horn, don't they? That's a good one, that. Quite mm. like that. Uh, Kim Hesford says, I, I love telling him that sweets have disappeared and try to help him find them, knowing that I ate them when he was at school. <laughs> That's a fruitless <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, and Janine says, My ex bought a hamster for the kids. It was already eight months old. Absolutely huge and mean. Given that hamsters only lived two years... Seems like a pointless present, doesn't it, when you bought something that's yeah. nearly dead. I took it back the next day and swapped it for a tiny baby hamster. I convinced the mm. kids its eyes had gone from red to brown because it was scared when we got it and its coat had changed colour because it was in a different cage, different light reflection. Um, little suckers believe me until years later when the science teacher informed one of them that hamster's eyes don't change colour when scared. Bit of an uncomfortable conversation that evening. Yeah. You can't do these things to protect. Uh, I think I had a goldfish when I was a kid, right? Mm. That lived in my mind about sixteen years. Now, what's clearly happened is it, they found him one morning, and well, her. It was called Debbie Harry, my my goldfish. Of course. And um, obviously, put a new, and obviously, goldfish all look the same. So, and they're pretty much the same size. Yeah. So, I, I didn't twig at all. But, I, but when I sell, I've just googled it. Ten to uh, fifteen years. Didn't oh, well, there you go. Maybe it was the same goldfish then. Maybe. Maybe it was. Ah, oh, Debbie Harry. Could be. What a goldfish. Debbie Harry, the goldfish. What what, yeah. what was the name behind that then? Well, it was Blondie were big at the time. And I like I like Blondie. That was it. Oh, I see. There was no like... Um, no. no. That was, that was the way you named pets in those days. We had a dog called Mindy because Mork and Mindy was big at the time. <laughs> Fair enough. That makes sense. I thought you might have gone with like something like a Goldie Horn or something. You know what I mean? Like... No, I wasn't doing puns when I was six. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, that's fair enough. (laughs) 
Uh, Andrea says, me and my then 11-year-old son were at the Isle of Wight Festival watching Iggy Pop. Right. Uh, then 64 years, but looking about 94 on stage. That's mm. a funny thing to do with an 11-year-old, isn't it? But fair play. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I turned to my son and for only reasons known to herself said, it's hard to believe he's only 27. My son stood in shock, then asked what had happened to him. I said, that's what taking drugs does to you. Mm. <laughs> that's a good little warning, isn't it? If you think yeah. you're 27, you look like Iggy Pop. I mean, I've seen Iggy quite a few times, and normally he gets his trousers off. So, so definitely not for an eleven-year-old then. No, <laughs> I think he came on with a pair of see-through jeans on once. Crikey! I mean, uh, Emma says uh, my parents told me Zebedee was a swear word. I was about twenty-one years old. I first saw an advert for the Magic Roundabout. I was disgusted by the name. <laughs> Of the character after a swear word. I was going to write a complaint letter and everything. That's the problem with lies that you tell your kids, is if you've not unlied it before they're a grown-up. No, yeah. They, they live they with that. They just think that's a thing. Even now, I have to remind myself that haggis aren't an animal. <laughs> is that what <laughs> you were told? Sort of, yeah, told that they, they lived, you know, they live in, uh, in Scotland and mm, they live obviously. wild. And it, um, yeah. And I have to sort of. Do they fly or do, are they land based? No, creatures? they're like um, land based, yeah, like, a, yeah, like, like a, a little. Like a badger or something, a hedgehog. Yeah, exactly, that sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jackie Liston says uh, I told one of my twins when he was the age of four that my bed had hair bugs uh, in there, like nits, yeah. and that only went on children's hair. This was to try and stop him coming into our bedroom every night. It worked, and I had to come clean when he was 19. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's not a bad one, actually. I might use that myself. Mm. Nightmare. Uh, Tracy says, my kids couldn't tell the time, but knew what time bedtime was. They could just see it on the clock. Uh, so yeah. if they were a bit naughty or windy or overtired, they used to change the clock when they weren't looking. <laughs> They're 26 and 23, and I told them recently what I used to do. They were both shocked at my sneakiness, but also impressed. Yeah, that's good. That is clever. I like that. These are good. These are good ones. Uh, Sue says, I told my son he was allergic to Play-Doh because I don't like the stuff. <laughs> that's a good idea, yeah. I think yeah, I should again, tell my son's like... allergic to slime. Yeah, yeah those slime things. Glitter. You're allergic well. to glitter. <laughs> There's no slime here. We've had a sofa ruined with that stuff. No. Yeah. Michelle says, I told my daughter her new flashing trainers only flashed when she wasn't looking at them. I couldn't get her a pair that flashed uh, in the heel, so I got away with that lie for ages. They only flash when you don't look at them. That's so harsh. Yeah, that is okay. harsh. That's the whole invention. point of them. All <laughs> yeah. the fun of it. Lizzie says, I turn the TV off at the plug and tell him it needs charging. Yeah. They probably well, would believe that these days, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. My three-year-old's could, like, iPad's dead. You could just turn the telly off, couldn't you, and just go, there's no Wi-Fi, and they'd believe yeah. that. Yeah, do anything. <laughs> Do anything thick, aren't they, really? Yeah, with most pretty things, much. Um, Jenny says, I told my daughter as a toddler that she ate orange Smarties, she'd grow a beard. I took care did of her. she like orange her. Smarties? She obviously did, yeah. How long's a beard? <laughs> oh, and Becky West says, when the McDonald's M is lit, it means they've ran out of food. Oh, that's like a modern update yeah. on the, the ice cream one, isn't it? Yeah. I quite like those. Um, we might do this again, so do let me know the lies that you tell your children. You can email me, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Hit me with your best fact, fire away. That's right, it's hit me with your best fact. And Steve, it's been such a successful game. Mm. Uh, we now got Disney Plus on board. Oh, They've Disney with your best fact. Yet. 
Disney with US fact, exactly. That's what, we, that's what we'll probably contractually have to call it at some point. Yeah, at some uh, point, Thanks yeah. to our friends at Disney Plus. We have a Jason Manford Show mug to be won. We've stepped up it's a from mug the now. Expo, see? We've gone oh. full mug. Wow. Full mug. Uh, if you can wow us with your amazing facts, for example, Steve, did you know that Walt Disney has won more Academy Awards than anybody else? Is that, yeah? Makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? Do, yeah, sense. it does make Absolutely. sense, yeah. Mind blown. Uh, so here we go. Let's have a little look. And these facts to remind people if you want to join in. Uh, Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk is my email. And all you have to do is give me a fact that is so good but tantalizing that it makes me and Steve want to Google it and find mm. out more about it. Yeah. So it's about giving us enough information to get us interested, but not too much that you've told us everything. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Jimmy O'Neill says, the precious metal platinum is so rare that if you gathered every single ounce of platinum on the planet, it would fit inside the average domestic garage. Whoa. What? That can't be right, can it? Aren't they making... I've seen loads of, like, necklaces and stuff. My wedding ring's platinum, I think. So I've got some of the garage is worth. Yeah, I guess you have. Platinum. So does that mean... When it platinum? says the average garage, does it mean, like, where you park your car, or does it mean, like, the shell garage? No, I think it means the average domestic garage, like your... Wow. Crikey. Interesting. Oh, that is good, yeah. It's always that classic, isn't it, of, like, you get a new necklace, you're like, what do you think about this? And they're like, oh, I don't really like silver. It's platinum. Oh, my God, I Ooh, love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's that happened? Uh, Alan Shepard says, did you know... That if you could harness all the power of the sun for just one second, it mm. would be enough to power the US for nine million years. I mean, that sounds reasonable because just, you don't mess with the sun, do you? Yeah, it's the sun, isn't it? No, yeah. Don't even bother. You could tell me don't anything even. about the sun, I believe it. I agree. <laughs> Just a big ball of magic in the sky. Isn't it? That's a, that's a pretty good one, that. Uh, Armo uh, from Wigan says, My interesting fact, police in a remote part of China actually use geese as sentries and soldiers because of the commotion they make if disturbed. That is good. I like the idea of I that. I like the sound of that. Right. That just sounds like a Pixar there, film. Get in there, break in there. We're just going to go nick all those paintings. Whoa, stop. <laughs> Geese. Yeah. Everywhere. Go, 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 run, 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 run. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That was a good geese impression, by the way. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, come out of nowhere, that. That's really good. I thought, was, um, thought you put a sound effect tape on. Thought I actually had one. Yeah, no, no. That's just me. That's pretty good, that. I think, ironically, that does sound like some sort of Disney stroke Pixar movie. Well, yeah. Quite like the sound of that. Uh, Kelly Drake says, Chef's hats traditionally have pleats equal to the number of ways you can cook an egg. What? Hang on. <laughs> Shut up, Kelly. What's that's, that's not a no, thing. That can't be a thing. That's just random, isn't it? That can't How many be. plates they are can't in a hat? How many ways can you cook an egg? You can cook an egg loads of ways, can't you? It's, you, it's not, it's not just boiled, fried, poached, poached and scrambled. Fried, scrambled, baked, coddled. Baked, I mean, coddled, pickled. <laughs> does pickle count? Well, uh, it's not cooked. Is it? Well, the, yeah, no, I'm not having on the, that. On the pavement, on the pavement when it's hot. <laughs> Yeah, hot, hot, hot egg, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't no, I'm not sure about, sure about that, Kelly. But it sound, <laughs> it's good. It sounds good. We will check it. But is it enough to win the mug? That's the question. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. The facts we're getting. There's been some decent ones. Have you been blown away yet, Steve? No, I haven't been blown away yet. You know, I'm looking Platinum for the... pretty good. Yeah, it was good. But I, I, it's not hack. like... 
Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure about the chef's hat. Not sure about that. It one. depends how many ways there are, there are to cook an egg. I don't really. And that's probably debatable, isn't it? Well, that's it. I don't know. All right, let's let's crack on. Let's see if we can find a winner here. We're looking for the best facts. Okay. Simon Croucher. Loch Ness is barely visible on a UK map, let alone a world map, and yet you can fit more than ten times the world population in it. Whoa! Hang on. Whoa! That's good. That's good, isn't it? I like that. That's one. impressive, isn't it? Um, he goes on, Steve. Uh, yeah. He says he said he read that fact in the QI book, so he mm. did the sums himself, and it's actually thirteen times. He's he's going against the QI book. Oh, that's good. Uh, he says I am a degree level technical engineer to, to oh, okay. do sums. So yeah, so you know, that's I know his job. Yeah. yeah. Mm, well, I can't. Um, yeah, that's I can't even pick him up. That is pretty. Thirteen times the world population can fit in Loch Ness, and yet it doesn't even show up on a world map. That's, 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 that's great. Is there a monster in there, though, Steve? No, you wouldn't fit a monster in there and all the people. <laughs> no, no, it's too many people. Yeah. Uh, Martin Brooks, he said, right, I've got two facts for you. Oh, this is, you know, you, you, can, you can fall down with two facts, I think, in this game. Yeah. You can overload it sometimes. You, you, you're better off holding a fact back and whacking it in a week later, emailing yeah. me, Jason absoluteradio.co.uk and having another bite of the cherry, I think. Mm, yeah. uh, Martin says, in Texas, it's illegal to kill Bigfoot. Okay, we've gone that from Loch Ness to Bigfoot here. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. There's a theme, isn't there? This. Uh, uh, the other it's one illegal to kill Bigfoot. Until, yeah, I think that's fair enough, though. It should be. Yeah. should be. Uh, and until 1894, Americans could write a letter to their congressman asking for a free goldfish. <laughs> goldfish back again what's going on we've yeah, never spoken about know. goldfish and suddenly it's been no. mentioned twice in twice time. yeah madness uh, Rebecca Parkin did you know that the colour red does not really make bulls angry they're actually colour blind I didn't know that that is good isn't it look at that that's your it kindred does, spirit it? animal I thought it I thought it did why do they use it well, then the, the matadors is it just is it like the colour of blood it? Is, it the, is it the sort of yeah, grey shade maybe. of blood that they see Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's um, that's there's there's good ones this week. There are some good ones. Yeah, the Loch Ness one. I like the Loch Ness one. Uh, Hazel says a woodpecker wraps its tongue around its brain to prevent brain damage when high speed bashing its face into wood. And that is good. So it that uses its own like tongue as like that. a seat belt for his brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he goes, oh, I like that as well. Mm. Crikey. Right, so we need to pick a winner here, Steve. We do, we do. What do, do you think? We have platinum. Uh, could All the platinum is so rare, it could fit in your garage. Mm. Uh, we, had, um, we had the geese as sentries and soldiers. I quite oh, like that. that we good, had the chef's yeah. hat, the pleats as the yeah, number of times you can cook an egg. I don't know how many it is. 40, 50, I don't know what it is. Don't know. Um, I don't know. What I do like, you think? Woodpecker like wraps the woodpecker its tongue around its good. brain. The woodpecker, yeah. You like the a, tongue seatbelt. It's an amazing, yeah, it's an amazing bit of science, isn't it? A bit, a bit of... You know, yeah, the weird We're things. That. Okay, yeah, Hazel, you have won a Jason Manford show mug. Thanks to our pals at Disney Plus. Uh, if you want to join in next week, please email Jason at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk for your chance to win. Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music.
music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge here on Absolute Radio, and we're joined by uh, I would I don't want to big him too much, but I'd say uh, legend. Is that too high, Steve? I'd say legend. That's, that's, that sounds fair. Legend of comedy and one of the nicest guys you could ever wish to meet is Bill Bailey. Hey, morning. Watch out. Morning. <laughs> morning, mate. Lovely to speak to you. Uh, you are um, obviously touring. I presume this was a tour from. Was it from pre-COVID? Was it post Strictly? Like, and then yeah, you have to delay back it. In the olden days, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. in the before times. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, BC it was, before COVID. BC, exactly. That's it. That's the new. That's the new terminology, isn't it? Um, uh, back in the, the olden days, it was it was a black and white uh, tour, and uh, no, it was um, basically, uh, yeah, like you know, like like all of us, you know, we were. Uh, a whole world was stopped, you know, the whole yeah. live scene just kind of came to a juddering halt. And uh, we were, were of, you Was that your Strictly before... Was you the last Strictly before lockdown? The one, it was last year, yeah. So, no, it was, it yeah, was yeah. in so, lockdown while we, were da- we, while we were dancing. We were... Oh, um, I see, right. You so know. you were the one that you were already doing it. Got you, got you. Yeah. Because I guess right, yeah. when you do those shows, not to be cynical, but I guess you do those shows because you go, right, I've got, uh, I'm going to, and off the back of it, I'm going to do something big. I'm going to, because it's, you know, you're hitting yeah. 10 million people. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. So yeah. that must have been really frustrating to, to win it and then not be yeah. able to just immediately go straight back out on tour. Well, that's right. I mean, it was, it was a very strange time. And in fact, it was, it was strange doing it in those circumstances because I don't know. I mean, you know, you know me, Jason, I'm not, I'm not one of the social scene. I'm not a, you know, I'm not the tabloids friend. <laughs> but, you know, I imagine, this is me imagining what a normal Strictly would be in normal times. People mm. dancing, you're dancing all week, then you have a big dance competition, and then you go out on the lash, you go out clubbing. Of course. And people are yeah. seen tipping out of nightclubs at three o'clock. Oh, look at that. She's seen this. And it sort of fills the papers with supposition and gossip and God knows what and scandal and everything. And there was none of that. There was not a whiff of that. <laughs> none of the fun stuff. <laughs> none of that. There was literally, we did the, we finished dancing, right, back in the car, home, get home. It was like, you know, <laughs> see him on this swab up your nose. And get home and don't go out and don't talk to anyone and don't go out and don't see anyone, don't speak to anyone. And then Monday morning, come back, do more dancing. So it's like, it's kind of like dance boot camp. And it was like, so there was no letting off of steam or anything like that, you know. When you were entered into the competition, when I saw you doing it, I, I knew straight away, obviously, you're a musical person. Um, but that doesn't always make somebody good at dancing. Were you and no. your, your your family surprised at how well you did? Very much so. Yes, I am known, renowned in our family for my almost spectacular clumsiness. You know, like if there's a door <laughs> that I can bang my arm on, I'll do it. You know, if I <laughs> if I can trap my finger in something, I will, I will do it. I'll trip my over something. It's legendary. You know, and. Um, and so the fact that I was able to, you know, not, not only not fall over, you know, and kick something over, like that—that's yeah. one of my biggest fears was that live on television, I would sort of kick a light over or something, you know, or just, yeah, you know, like just, take a dancer down with you, take someone out, yeah, like a flailing arm, you know, just <laughs> take someone out, set fire to the studio, you know what I mean? Like that—that that was my. That was my base <laughs> level of expectation. And so the fact that it wow. wasn't that, not only was it not that, it was actually quite, you know, I was actually, wow, he's actually doing it. You know, it was. So was it every was every day in, when you were training for the dancing, were you going, oh my God, I'm good at this? It was like sort of 
learning, like realizing you can do a skill, like sitting at a, picking up a guitar or something, and never having picked one up before, and go, how does this work? And then like you know, playing sort of the solo <laughs> yeah. from Free Birds, you know, and um, it felt like that. But it was it, it, there was a couple of moments where Oti was suddenly realised that you know that I could I could you know they, they, I had some yeah. skill, I had some talent, and those are brilliant moments, you know, because. But because <laughs> often the other dancers would come in, obviously distanced, obviously, and they and they come in and yeah. assess what your sort of skill level was, and it was very much like being sized up for market, you know, like a sort of prized pig. You know what I mean? Like, they all stand around and go, "Yeah, well, he can put his leg that way, but can he do that?" Oh no, Phil, try and put your leg up like that. Oh no, he can't do that. No, he can't do that. Well, we'll have to do it back to the drawing board. And it was a bit like that. Wow. And then, oh, my and then God, so sounds awful. they go, oh, no, you can do that. All right, well, we'll work that in. <laughs> yeah, so like, can you move your arm up and down like that? Yeah, okay, that's great. Well, that's in. That's the keeper. <laughs> uh, and you got to work with, with Steve's favourite dancer as well. That's your favourite, isn't she, Steve? Oh, she's my favourite. It's everyone's favourite, isn't she? Oh, yeah, okay. I think she's everybody's favourite. Yeah. What would yeah, she like yeah, to work yeah. with? Oh, she's brilliant. It's, it, we, we struck up, I've got to say, it's a very unlikely friendship between the two, because it was, immediately we got on really well. Um, you know, yeah. and we're both, you know, different backgrounds, different ages, different generations, really, you know. And yeah, yeah. we're sort of, I guess the thing was, we're sort of quite similar in many ways, because we're both, I think we're both quite determined people, we're quite driven, you know, we want to, do, do well and so that we was real kind of that was what we recognised in each other from the beginning and so she's a very she's tough yeah there's no doubt I mean yeah she she was determined to not me not to be the joke kind of you know the comedy candidate that was going to be dressed up as a weasel and fired out of a cannon you know what I mean she was very much <laughs> like she wanted it to be she she said you really want to do this properly I said yeah of course I do I said look you know I. I have great respect for you and, and professional dancers. I don't want to just sort of, I feel it's, you know what, I think it's sometimes a bit demeaning, for, you know, for, yeah. for people to go in and go, oh, it's a doddle, this dancing. And he's like, come on, how hard can it be? That sort of thing. You know, that yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. I just, I wanted to take it seriously. And she really recognised that and, and kind of yeah. really... Well, really you definitely pushed. did. It was absolutely yeah. brilliant. And uh, I'm glad finally you're able to, to get back on tour. Uh, we'll be hearing yeah. more from Bill shortly here on Absolute Radio. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Bill Bailey joins us this morning uh, about to embark on, uh, on a, a slightly delayed tour uh, en route to normal. Um, yeah. That sounds to me like a... A, a reworked title or a new title because that feels like what we're at now it does yeah but actually I, the name of it came to me like a while back before oh, we really? didn't hear of Covid yeah oh yeah. wow yeah so that's a that, that's a measure of how messed up things were before we had a global <laughs> pandemic <laughs> it's so funny when some of the stuff there's a bit where um, on the last show that I was doing actually it came from a story that me and Steve were talking about on the on the radio one time was, Steve yeah. do you remember when you were in the queue at the ATM oh yeah and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we were joking about the fact that you had to stand two metres behind somebody because of religious reasons um, yeah. and then suddenly it became topical so it, that became I guess a thing yeah yeah so there must be so yeah. much stuff over the last I presume you were writing you know, all the way through lockdown and a lot of this stuff that you're going to be talking about 
is some of the things yeah. that we've been going through as a as a as a world. I mean, that's it. You know, it's uh, the idea that you know we very quickly we adapt. I mean, humans adapt very quickly to, to new situations. So I, what I found was, I'd go out in the street and you know occasionally talk to the neighbours. We'd all be standing like ten feet away. Somebody be in the road, you know. Somebody be, <laughs> you know, this, this weird kind of like almost like this ritualised ceremony of us all standing around in the road, and then. You know, and the conversation would very much be it was, it was all we talked about. All we talked about was mm. just, was was COVID. We'd be like, oh uh, yeah, I heard the infections are spiking in the on the South Downs. Yeah, yeah that's right. And a friend of mine was talking about a new variant up in the Lowestoft area. You know, you go, oh, I see. Yeah, and then it'd be like, anyway, what day is it? Well, I don't know. You know, just like, you know that, that had gone out the window. It was it was yeah, like yeah. a new way for British people. It was it replaced the weather. You know, in in how <laughs> yes, we, it did, yeah. we 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 addressed each other. <laughs> so your show uh, hit some big big venues as well on this one. Uh, you're yeah. doing all pretty much all of the arenas and, and some of them a couple of times uh, as well across the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I your show of out of all the show. I mean, I do arenas, but it's just I'm just one man talking, and I always yeah. feel like. You know, I enjoy doing them, and there's a there's an element of people uh, get used to the arenas, and I, I do like them. But for you, you fill that space, don't you, with noise? Yes, there's uh, there's a lot of well, yes, that's right, yeah, yeah, uh, extreme noise terror. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've got. I, I think the thing is, um, I've always felt like that. You know, when I started out doing shows, I always wanted to have different elements in them. You know, music and. Um, sometimes visuals as well, and so this will be this will be very much like that. You know, it is it is almost like a bit of a return to putting on those big shows where there's lots of music, lots of visuals. I have a screen in there, so there'll be sort of you know be showing stuff and graphics and short films and jokey stuff, you know, with art and animation and that. And so all of that, I think, is uh, that, that is what I what I feel. That's what you know. I feel comfortable with in those bigger spaces. But like you say, I think like, people have got used to it over the years because comedy's yeah. expanded into these bigger spaces. You know, in, in recent times, and and uh, mm. and I think people, you know, it, it's 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 quite. I mean, it's exciting that number of people in one space. Um, yeah, you know, I know what it, you mean. It's 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 an event. You know, it real it feels like there's a real buzz. You know, and uh, yeah, the, the only find the only thing I've found is sometimes it. You know, when I'm asking people questions, it's, <laughs> it can be a little problematic. <laughs> yeah. You know, you go, somebody, all you yeah. hear is, what? I said, you know, and then so sometimes yeah. you have to sort of modify the audience participation bit. But yeah, when you're getting you know, heckled by somebody from a different postcode, it's, it yeah, can be yeah. it's quite right. a tough it's, moment, that, isn't it? It's isn't like it? It's got a Doppler effect. It's like an ambulance going past, you know. Where did that have yeah. to come from, you know? But yeah, yeah. It, I've, it, so, I've sometimes had it, certainly at Manchester, because the Manchester arena, you can drive right into the, sta- into the arena yeah. and park, like, at the bottom of the stairs behind the stage. That's right, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and I always think it's, when someone heckles me and I think to myself, my car is closer than that yeah. heckler. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's such a weird, yeah. it's a weird place to be. 
yeah. I'm just gonna nip. I'm just gonna nip back and get it over the glove box. I'll be two minutes. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, Bill Bailey's en route to normal uh, all over the country uh, this December and January uh, kicks off Plymouth 12th of December and you can see him uh, Bournemouth, Cardiff, Leeds, Hull, Newcastle, Birmingham, Manchester, Nottingham, London, Glasgow, Aberdeen, Peterborough, Brighton, Liverpool, Sheffield, Dublin, all the places. Get on uh, to billbailey.co.uk forward slash live. Loads of dates there, plus other dates as well that you might not be aware of. or even venues that you're not aware of, like Walsall Arena, which I've literally just found out is a venue yes. um, just off your website. Yeah, um, and uh, and some smaller ones as well, and some festivals. Um, and as well, if there's anybody listening in Australia uh, or Europe, there's um, there's dates out there as well. So uh, definitely worth mm-hmm. popping on, Bill. And I, I, I don't want you to listen to this, but Bill is. I've seen Bill twice live uh, over over the years as a fan, uh, even before we were we were pals, and it is one of the best shows you can go to. Take your mum, take your teenagers. It's a family event, and you will not be sorry. It's absolutely brilliant. Every single tour has been fantastic. Bill, stick around, because I want to mention something that a mutual friend of ours uh, recommended recently. So uh, I'll ask you after this. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Before you go, Bill, I've got to say thanks, actually. I did a show with Alan Davis the other day. Oh, yeah. And uh, we went. We ended up randomly talking about Metallica. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. We, it came up in conversation. I think it was one of the questions on this quiz show we were doing. And he said, yeah. "Oh, Bill Bailey for his birthday once hired out a screen to watch the Metallica documentary. Uh, yes. The Monster Inside. Is that what it's called? No, the Monster. Right. Oh, some kind of like monster. That? Some, Some kind, kind of monster, monster that's course. it. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And I've never really been into Metallica, it's not my thing, but I watched it just off the back of that recommendation two days ago. It's from about 2004. It is one that's of right. the best things I've ever seen. It's, it's hilarious, isn't it? It's absolutely it's like, brilliant. It's, it's like a real-life spinal tap. It is tapped in personified, but only but only stranger and weirder and funnier because it's real. It's happening right in front of you. There's these bunch of dopey, multi-millionaire rockers and they don't know what the hell they're doing. They're hiring like performance coaches with stupid jumpers on. And then it's just, it's absolutely hilarious. And then... And Honestly, then, and then, so good. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's a, it's it's a so cracking film. I was going to say, when they get that um, the sort of uh, counsellor, psychologist yeah. guy in, um, yeah. who ends up becoming like their dad. <laughs> but the best thing is, he starts trying to get his lyrics in, onto their album. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, well, look, look, guys, I know you're not getting on, but hey, I've, I've come up with some ideas for a song. <laughs> so, like, What? And they're so bamboozled by it. They don't know what the hell's going on. He's putting post-it notes around the studio that say things like, zone it, just zone it. And they're like, and you can see Lars, he's scratching his head going, zone it, what, what was that? And then, and then there's this brilliant dynamic in the band because there's two massive egos, which is Lars Ulrich and, you know, James Hetfield, you know, the, yeah. the drummer and the guitarist. Um, and then there's, Kirk Hamnett, bless him, he's, like, he's the lead guitarist, and he's just like an old hippie 
like, yeah, man, yeah, dude. And like, nobody listens to Kurt. And later on, that guy there, hammer and tongs. Well, I just had love of this. Well, I love this. And I had love of this. They slam doors and walking out. And Kurt's there going, guys, guys. No, come on, guys. We can work this out. And everyone's like, looking at him like, oh, shut up, Kurt. Nobody cares what you think. It's fantastic. It's, it's oh, it's brilliant. It films. was. So it really it's is. I, it's so so funny, and I just I just have to say thanks for the uh, the recommendation hey, via Alan. The other day. It's very good. <laughs> All right, best of luck with your uh, with your Cheers. tour, and I hope to catch you soon. See you, mate. All right. Cheers.